0: Slide into your DMs on a Friday like a maniac on a mission. It's Don Spinball Podcast. I've got episode 59 here in the can, in my head, for everybody here. And I'm going to be talking about some drama that has been uh, rearing its ugly head here of late. Listen to the intro music. We'll get to it after the drop. Was that a good podcast intro? We'll keep it, we'll keep it. Now, I'm feeling like over the last 59 episodes, I've made it fairly clear and we've had a good relationship here, me and you. You, listener, and me, dispenser of uh, all of this great pinball wisdom that I've come into. So here on episode 59, I just want to say that I have prided myself on being what I call drama-free, uh, you know, pinball podcaster light. I'm not going to come with a lot of heavy-handed uh, emotional drama and, and turmoil for everybody however it rears its head as in everything you know and and here we are once again so for those of you that are fortunately enough to be uninitiated into what's been going on I have been quite busy with projects of late namely customizing pinball machines now that's not a surprise to everybody you've seen my powder coats that I've been doing Um, you know when I first got my first Dark Knight pinball machine. I was afraid to even take the glass off and lift the playfield for crying out loud. Now I'm jerking playfields out of cabinets, stripping off all the metal powder coating and everything. And I've moved into the next logical step and that is for graphics. That brings us to the topic of the afternoon that I'm recording here. Now it's Friday afternoon, uh, and this has been blowing up all day, just interrupting my work day as it was for me to keep popping in on this drama that's occurred here on Facebook. And it's largely centered around me and my activities. So let me get to it. Okay. So I have bought, just to recap everybody, an Elvira House of Horrors Premium. Um, I bought it about four or five months ago. It was from the last run, you know, and I got it from uh, Mad Pinball, my distributor of choice, because these guys, they come through with me when I need to get a game. Anyway, so I've got my Elvira House of Horrors, and, and I'm, I'm just uh, – you know, I'm super into the customization. I love what's possible with these games. I love the games themselves, and I love what else I can do with the games besides just open another box and play it, right? So, you know, I did the typical Don's Pinball Podcast reel with this. You know, I, I redid the, uh, uh, the speakers, you know, I put in the, you know, the LE upgrades there, put in the shaker motor, put, you know, put in a, a shooter rod that I got online – uh, put in the plastics and, you know, re- put the Titan bands all throughout everything. You know, all, all that business, right? And then I stripped off all the metal and sent it out for powder coating. Now, I reached out to the, mid-ball, uh, <laughs> mid-ball, the uh, Michigan Pinball Refinery. Because uh, they've done some good work, and I saw that they were working on uh, matching color matching the coin doors to the Elvira 40th Anniversary Edition machine. I love that look, that powder coat, that sparkle. I played Zach Menny's from Flipping Out Pinballs at uh, at Expo last year. It's a great, gorgeous machine, and, you know, it's $22,000 with the topper right now on Pinside. So here I am with this $10,500 premium machine. I stripped off all the metal. I uh, had the lock bar, the, the lollipop armor. Uh, hinges, uh, speaker panel, coin door and legs, shooter rod, the whole bits. Everything was done in this great, nice, purple powder coat. Really matches, and I, I love that look. Um, you know, the, the vanilla machine comes with uh, red T-molding. I tore that off, put on $20 uh, purple powder coat matching T-molding, right? And I'm having this, this really nice aesthetic appeal of this machine now. Like, it feels good. I love the feel of the powder coat, whatever. The game looks great. People say, yeah, it's a great batter coat. No complaints at all. Nothing at this point, <laughs> my dear friends and family. So the art, let's talk about the art on the cabinet in the back box for the premium edition. It looks great. It's got the swirls. It's got the red Elvira on it. Um, you know, but the red still kind of you know, conflicts a bit with this purple hue that I'm going for. And there, the 40th anniversary edition of Elvira is immaculate. I love the LE art that's on it. This is actually a super LE. There was 199 of these, these things made. Um, you know, from Stern Pinball, they're they're sold out, and there's a few available in the secondary market in excess of twenty thousand dollars. Okay, so let's go back to my ten thousand dollar five hundred dollar machine with some upgrades. Okay, so Stern, Stern Pinball won't sell the Le Art, and I get it. You know, it's a limited product. That would be absurd if they would sell that limited edition product to people that didn't go ahead and purchase it. I mean, that's part of what gives it its limited edition appeal. That being said, I love the purple aesthetic of it. So. I went shopping around, like, hey, you know, I know people that make art blades, right? And they take, you know, the art and they make the reproductions or whatever. And, you know, they are various forms of quality from matching the original, you know, Stern design to departures that, that capture, you know, the aesthetic. We know what art blades are at this point, right? So I'm thinking, well, let me reach out to these art blade makers and say, hey, can you recreate? Can you recreate? The, uh, you know, LE vinyl graphics uh, from the Elvira 40th Anniversary Edition. Maybe I can throw it on my premium and improve the aesthetics for my game room, right? I'm not looking at turning this game into, you know, a bootleg copy that I'm trying to pass off as the real thing. I just want something cool for my game room. So pretty much universally, I got back, you know, that's not really what we do. It's, It's really hard to get to the art for that, whatever. So, you know, I reached out to this guy that I met in in Europe online. Uh, He makes uh, acrylic pinball toppers and things. And so he said he could do some graphics. And I got them done. He sent them to me. I liked the layout, but just the resolution wasn't where it needed to be. I just didn't like how, um, you know, pixelated the Elvira image came. And part of that comes from, you know, the fact that you need to have high resolution source artwork, I'm finding out, to make high quality renders, right? So um, a guy got recommended to me online who's got a print shop. He's kicking off a silkscreen business. And I reached out to him and said, hey, you know, would you be interested in this? You know, I've got this product from this guy in Europe. It's not quite what I was looking for. I really want to kind of match that uh, that nice glossy finish that the Stern machines have. Like, what do you recommend? He's like, I know what you want. I know what you want. Um, Let me work on it. And he did a great job at approximating You know, the look, you know, me and him going back and forth, like, can you make this font a little more purple? Can you put it kind of over here? Can you change the color of the couch? Whatever. And he was able to get good enough source imagery sourced online to make me a one of one, one off, home use only, uh, fair use, you know, covered by parody, copyright, you know, uh, art for my personal machine. So it came in and it looks fantastic. Um, it, I went ahead and stripped down the entire machine, pulled the uh, play feel out of it, took the back box off. The whole works took everything apart. So I just had a pinball cabinet, which, by the way, looks exactly like a casket, which is totally on brand for Elvira. So I went around and found out that putting these decals on, it's a lot like putting the grip tape on a blank skateboard, which I'm I'm quite adept at. So in short order, bam, I had this art on there, had all the metal asphyxiations placed back on there, had this thing put back together, and I had posted on my Facebook page, hey guys, I'm working on a project, I've got this machine all taken apart, whoever guesses what I'm working on, I'll send you a picture of my work in progress, you know, and so I started doing that and somebody guessed right, like you got new graphics, And, and sure enough, that's what it was. And so I'm just, you know, posting on the Facebook page. Here's what I'm doing. You know, what do you guys think? I've got the original art still on the uh, cabinet. I was worried about damaging the original graphics, so I took a piece of the new material um, before I went ahead with this project, and I stuck it on the the side of the cabinet. When I pulled it off, it didn't leave any residue or anything. So I thought, okay, I'm not making any real permanent damage or change. I'm just trying this aesthetic, and let's see if this even works. You know, is this a, a workable thing? You know, I'm just having fun in my game room, or so I thought. So I finished this machine. Uh, I'm looking at it now. It's pretty. It's purple. There's swirls. It's not a direct copy of the Stern art. I like that. I like that it's a a parody and inspiration, just something kind of a couple of guys came up with online, just to throw in a cabinet and see if it would work. And man, to me, this came out greater than my wildest expectations could have expected Um, But what I was not expecting was the fallout to come today. My goodness. Um, You know, uh, Mr. Uh, Canada's Pinball Podcast has found out about what I was doing. I wasn't hiding it. I just put it up on my my Facebook page there. And uh, now let me just say, that for the most part, all the feedback I've gotten has been incredibly supportive and encouraging. Um, people, you know, have, it's ranged from, wow, that is amazing, how can I do something similar, to I never met anybody nuts enough to <laughs> go ahead and violate the original graphics on a Stern, that's crazy. Um, but, but generally, you know, well done, good attempt, you know, I like what you're doing. Now, the... Um, the art and the layout is not 100 percent perfect. You know, some of the uh, the text that we put on there, you know, got clipped a little bit. I'm working with the artist to kind of n- now test and adjust this to get it maybe dialed in a little bit because you really wanted me to be happy um, with the final product. So um, if you look at the photos, the lollipop rails do cover up the E on the Elvira's House of Horror. So I mean, you know, the text should be centered a little better, and we can work on that. And we can do that, but you know, we're just having fun here. But man, I just started getting bombarded by a by a very loud minority of people who just took like a personal affront to the fact that I was dressing my machine up to look like an Elvira 40th anniversary edition. And let me just say again, I'm not looking to sell my machine. I love my machine. I want to keep it here. Now, I'm not saying it's bolted to the floor. I'm sure at some point I'll pass it on. Um, the original art is still there. You can strip these decals off and go back to what was there before. Um, you know, But what I've done was create an, an aesthetic look that I was trying to see. First off, is it possible? Second off, if it's possible, do I have the capability and the wherewithal to actually pull this off in a sufficient manner, which I'm very happy to say that I do. Now, if I have a cabinet decal that gets damaged, I'm not really terrified about stripping that off and putting a replacement one on there. I mean, this is something I could do. And this kind of opens up the door to more customization. You know, if I want to do custom graphics and even incorporate my logo into it and make it really my own, like a true one of one, like that, something is now possible. And that's what I'm excited about. But man, this silent minority of people came through like like, like I'm, I'm passing off fake Gucci on the streets of New York City. Now what the heck is, you know is up with that first off you know secondly, do you know I'm kind of approaching this almost like you know the, the joker of pinball, right? you know people are thinking like that I planned this and honestly, do I really look like a guy with a plan? You know what I am? I'm a dog chasing cars. I wouldn't know what to do with one if I caught it. Now, comparing yourself to Batman's The Joker is an overused meme from, you know, hard edge lords online. So at the risk of being compared to that, I do kind of find that, like, I don't have a plan here. This was just something that occurred to me. I went and did some research and see if it was even possible. And it turns out it is. And I've got the finished product here of of what I've created. So check out the photos online. To everybody out there, like, you're completely welcome to your opinion. If what I've done offends you, like, I I feel bad that I'm causing disturbance in the force there, but I really don't know what to tell you, Doc. Like, you don't have to do this. You don't have to buy my machine. And I'm not listing my machine for $22,000 and try to compete with the Kavira 40th anniversary edition directly. And I do love the look of that 40th anniversary edition. I think it's fantastic. I love the the fit and finish and everything about it. I think it's a fantastic machine. It's just a little bit expensive. And I come from the punk rock do-it-yourself aesthetic. Uh, you know, from the skateboarding community that birthed me, right? I was, I was kind of uh, congealed in, in the gutter during the, the third wave of ska in the 1990s in Northern California. And, you know, we would look at things that were costly and, and expensive, and we would try to replicate that look with what we had. It's what led to, um, you know, us going to the Goodwill and buying old work shirts and creating silkscreen graphics and putting our band's logo on them and selling them cheap at shows just so we could have that homemade aesthetic. We found a way to make it work. And so I, Use that same, uh, you know, force of nature to appreciate and approach the pinball hobby. And this is just my interpretation of it, you know. Um, So I'm not creating an a false online persona. I mean, this is me and this is what's going to come out. And so, you know, Mr. Kaneda has been attacking me now that, you know, I have built up all this credibility and now I've shredded it because I I created some Elvira graphics for my machine. I don't see this as any different as powder coating the armor, really. Um, You know, I created the the graphics with the help of an artist and we approximated what we did. It's not a one-to-one copy. You know, I didn't rip off anyone else's design. We just took inspiration from the layout and this is what we came up with. No different than if I were to make uh, you know a Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville homebrew machine one of one for me not for commercial use but a fair use and parody right you know I don't see this really is anything different so please take that in the spirit with which it was intended but if you want to have a hell of a read uh, you know check out the back and forth between my wife Monica and Canada on the Facebook page my goodness that was that was intense and here I am you know trying to get through my work shift and I, I keep popping into this and you know first there's 20 comments and 60 then 80 and man I'm getting simultaneously praised and attacked at the same time, and I don't think any of it's good or bad. It's just a reaction to this natural human experience that we're all having shared together, and I don't think there's anything bad about that as long as it's not done with malice in our heart. Anyway, let's move along. I got a couple other topics I wanted to get to. Here in episode number 59, we're closing in on big number 60. I can't believe it. Are you all having a great August like I am? Uh, I count, a, you know, in my social media doom scrolling today, uh, I came across a post from Electric Bad Arcade, Right. Those uh, crazy guys out there in Tempe, Arizona, who frequent the the pinball party podcast, um, of which I never miss an episode. I'm I'm glued to that thing. Anyway, they had an interesting post up there today. Just, you know, block text. You know what? Basically, what theme would you not want to see in pinball? And I think with all the talk of themes that we want to see, these dream themes, these rumor themes, these Harry Potters and everything. What a great idea to put up a quote and a question asking what You know, theme. Would you not want to see? And there were these uh, were kind of all over the place. But the one that struck out to me. Uh, and, and the one I commented on was, uh, you know, somebody mentioned like a Donald Trump theme, you know, and I think really any kind of political charge theme like that uh, is just not, probably not the best idea to go through. Um, but I decided to turn it humorous and I said, well, you know, I believe that Jersey Jack has used up all of the gold available on the Godfather Collector's Edition version. And then I got a thumbs up and a comment back from uh, Jersey Jack Pinball uh, so I just want to take a minute to recognize Jersey Jack and, and and whoever's running their social media. And they have a great sense of humor. We had some good back and forth today, um, kind of across multiple pages, uh, me and Jersey Jack. So, you know, they said, you know, hey, hey, be a friend of the Godfather. And what I was doing with her was not attacking Godfather for its god. I think I said they used up all the gaudy, tacky gold <laughs> for Godfather CE. I think that completely fits the aesthetic. I love that part. That's one of the two things about the Godfather from Jersey Jack Pinball that I really love is the gold on the collector's edition on the ramps and everything? And, and then the gold uh, embellishments on the legs and the lockdown bar. Like, man, that fits so freaking well. Whoever was in charge of that, man, kudos. I love that. I actually don't even want to really mess around playing with the limited edition because i got to play with that gold chrome. So I am on the hunt now that these things have been made and released to go play a CE edition. Of Godfather on location because I want to play that gold man. I got to do it. Uh, the other thing that I really love about the the collector's edition of the Jersey Jacks, the Godfather, is the double knocker integration with that topper. Kind of a two for one there. Um, just the idea of like a Tommy gun going off with the double knockers. Just how loud, and obnoxious that has to be. I love it. I love everything about that. The concept. I just I, that that's that's great. Um, you know, one of the things that's really preventing me from having a a Godfather in my game room uh, is the price. I think, you know, they priced it at what they felt was fair market value and, you know, best of luck to them. Uh, But I I am going to not jump into Godfather until I see a better price point there. And if it never happens, it never happens. And I'm okay with that. But thank you so much to the social media team, Um, you know, with Jersey Jack Pinball. I think we made a couple other gold comments and other pinball threads and they would pop in there. So I hope they're watching and followed me, and and I love this playful back and forth, so, you know, what do, who gives a crap about my personal feelings about, you know, whether I want to own a Godfather pinball machine? I do like playing it. I can't wait to play the cl- uh, collector's edition and hear that double knocker, and I hope I can have a good relationship with whoever's running their social media, because that is funny. Um, you know, other things I popped into, I mean, it was kind of all over the place. Um, I didn't see any, any Tiger King as a license that shouldn't be used from that electric batter arcades posted there. Somebody posted Pee Wee Herman, and I, I put a frowny face on that man i would love to see myself a uh, you know, peewee herman pinball machine and i've even floated this idea out to my my friends there at spooky so they know about it man i would love to just see them reveal like guess what we've got peewee it, it, it's out i would like to see either peewee's playhouse as a pinball machine i would like to see either um that yeah, peewee's big adventure as a pinball either one of those now Go check out the, the thread. I won't go down all the list of all the horrible themes, but some of them were quite hilarious there with Electric Bat Arcade. And I am hoping if the, the stars align here next week, I'm uh, flying out to Tucson, Arizona. I'm hoping to take a little quick road trip up to Tempe and pop into this Electric Bat Arcade place. I want to see this in person. So if I do make an appearance, I'll post something on the Facebook page. If you're local in the Tempe, Phoenix area, or Tucson and want to hang out, gmail.com, Send me an email, man. We'll coordinate, man. I'll hook up and uh, I'll get you like, a T-shirt and a T-shirt. some stickers or something speaking of t-shirts and stickers in about 15 minutes or so i'm going to be jumping on the friday night tacular don's pinball podcast live stream where we're going to be doing some giveaways i'm thinking of doing things a little bit different i have a whole box of swag here from mad pinball the uh distributor of choice in this household for their availability of games and 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 uh low low weights and lines to get things uh so you know holler out to jeff at madpinball.com to hook up yourself uh, with a game or something, man. That means what I do. Don't you want to be like Don? Um, otherwise, I'm gonna be giving away some T-shirts and things. So, what I'm thinking of doing is picking three winners um, at random from the live stream comments and uh, going ahead and letting them pick and choose what they would like to get. We'll do. We'll call it Dial a Prize. Um, you know, I think that would be fun. Otherwise, you know, thank you to Jersey Jack and everybody. And thank you so much to everybody that reached out with, you know, kind or supportive comments or just like, what the heck is wrong with your head? The answer is, I don't know. And maybe I do have that Joker aesthetic. Maybe I'll slide into the slot. Uh, Maybe my space in this whole pinball industry is just the Joker of pinball. Somebody without a plan who just reacts. Somebody who chases cars and doesn't really know what to do, even if he got one, but he's having just such a great time doing it. (laughs) Make these comments in the spirit with which they're intended, and email Don at donspitballpodcastgmail.com. Be a bro. Become a baller. $5 a month, Don's Patreon. I appreciate it. I'll send you some free stickers. Otherwise, jump on the live streams if you can. If you have a chance, Friday afternoons, 8 p.m. Central Time. We get in there. We have a great time. I'm about to jump on there and show off this Elvira uh, debacle. Later.